Welcome to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, 20 minutes or less of power-packed strategy to disrupt your thinking, elevate your mindset, and help you scale your sales online. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight-figure entrepreneur. Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back, everybody. This is the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, and I am so pumped to have with me the co-founder and COO of Webinar Ninja and the fabulous Nicole Valdonau is with us here today. Nicole, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much, Kelly. It's great to be here. Absolutely. So, you know, you have really kind of charted and pioneered the success in the the SaaS space with everything that you guys are doing to empower course creators and content creators and, you know, service-based business owners of all kinds with your technology. I would love to explore that journey. Obviously, the $100 MBA show is uh, a global phenomenon, right? So it's so great to have you here. Do you want to start by introducing yourself, talking a little bit about, you know, the, the company and what you do, and then let's talk about like how you began this journey of building what you've created. Sure. Um, so uh, my name is Nicole and I actually, you know, never set out to be an entrepreneur. I always think I just landed into it by accident and just happened to just accept, you know, what life was kind of throwing at me. I started out as a teacher and teaching took me around the world and it was 12 years into my teaching that I realized I wanted to do something different. I wanted to be more creative. Uh, I just was yeah, tired of being a classroom teacher as much as I loved the students and I loved my colleagues. So I left and went to film school in New York of all places. I had the choice at that time. I was living in Dubai. I had the choice to come home back to Australia. Sydney is my hometown, but I thought, you know, let me go somewhere exciting. Where's the next place? And I chose New York. And New York took me to studying film, um, solidifying my relationship with my co-founder, my husband, my partner, Omar Zenholm. Um, who, you know, we do everything together now, run our businesses together, share a life together. And um, we started our businesses together. We started the $100 MBA, which was a community at the time before it became the $100 MBA show, which is probably what we're more known for now. And um, we started Webinar Ninja as well. So, you know, from teaching around the world to defining myself in the software space a non-technical founder it's uh it's been a yeah an interesting journey that's amazing that's amazing i so love that you and your husband are able to do that and be on that journey together that's that's really really awesome and and i also love that your teacher's heart is being fulfilled and i i feel like so many of us in the entrepreneurial space we like never intended to be entrepreneurs but we have this desire to teach and impact and change. And so you're doing that now through impacting thousands and thousands and thousands of people around the world that are using your platform to do that. And you mentioned that you're a non-technical you know, of a technology company. So I would love to hear a little bit, you know, because there's a lot of service-based business owners that listen to the show that probably have in the back of their mind, you know, either they've developed proprietary software like for themselves, or they feel like there could be some type of breakthrough in their space or industry. And I would love to just help them to understand a little bit of like, what went into that exploratory information gathering, like even just being able to bring that together, knowing that, you know, for you, you conceptually and strategically had this vision idea, but you're not maybe the tech person yourself, right? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, definitely not. And I feel really unqualified to answer this question <laughs> sometimes. You know, it's like uh, I'm definitely not, a, you know, I, I don't code. I don't write code. I don't do any of that stuff. We have amazing, amazing engineers that do that. But it's a really great question because it's how do you find yourself in a space that you could feel completely a fish out of water and you just have to embrace and learn and just learn just in time. So the way Webinar Ninja sort of came to, to be in its first inception was that Omar, who's a host of the $100 MBA show, my co-founder, we were running webinars to draw more members to our community, the $100 MBA, which at the time was more a video online community. And we were trying to get more members. We were trying to get more traction, grow that audience. So he started running webinars at the time. And this was back in 2014. You know, there weren't that many solutions out there. Um, mm-hmm. He did uh, kind of hodgepodge something together with a freelance developer, slapped it together. And basically every week he was running these webinars, but it was it was taking so long to actually put the whole thing together because there was nothing that was complete. He had to he put a landing page up. He had to get the chat roll. He had to, you know, hook it up to email marketing. It was just, just yeah. much more trouble trouble than it was worth so it was then that we kind of thought you know he was running these webinars and with this little you know version one of of the of the app that he had created with the freelance developer and people were asking oh what are you running this webinar on and he's like oh just something i slapped together and then they were like well can i buy it and i was like oh and when there's that buying question that first thing do you realize oh hang on a second maybe there is you know, a solution out there that people just like we're out, we're looking for that other people are looking for as well. So that was version one in twenty uh, in twenty fourteen. Um, you know, we're at version six now. Seven years later, we're about to hit our seventh year anniversary. And really, and I'm, why I say I'm, I'm unqualified is that I think my role in the company and in the evolution of the product has changed so much as we've grown, as the product has evolved, as I've kind of found my footing in the different areas of the company that I can that I can help, yeah. but. You know, the, the software has changed. You know, we've, we've always taken on our, listen, our, um, our feedback from our users. Um, you know, we run webinars to this day. Omar runs and hosts all the webinars. I'm in the chat talking to our users. And it's just through that con- continuous feedback loop that we improve, that we evolve, mm-hmm. that we, you know, try and get better. That is our mission, to try and get better for our, for our customers. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I love it. So for you, as as the type of company that Webinar Ninja is, what are your primary channels for customer acquisition? Like, what does that strategy look like for you guys? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think you kind of alluded to it at the beginning that we are teachers at heart. I think initially when both Omar and I left teaching to start our businesses, we kind of denied that that history that, oh, we're not teachers anymore. We're entrepreneurs. We're building businesses. And his journey has been been different. I mean, I don't want to speak for him. His journey has been very different to mine, but I was like, I'm not a teacher anymore. I'm a videographer. And now I'm a podcast producer and I'm on all these different things. But at 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 the core of it, we are teachers and we are passionate about teaching. So I think that's really led, fed into the way we market and it's very content driven, very passionate about long form content, blog posts, epic guides that help customers yes. um, learn, you know, just before they even make that buying decision mm-hmm. on all our webinars. It's all very training focused. It's all very much focused on, you know, how to use something and how to best, you know, attract your leads, to convert your leads. It's very con- content driven. You know, we've created yeah. courses, whether it's video courses, uh, that's really where we feel most comfortable, I think, as teachers. And and, and the show is also a testament to that too. We've always Absolutely. felt like teaching is the, the way we sell. 
Yeah. Um, I don't personally I've never I've never been a marketer that sometimes that word often used to scare me because I was like what does that mean um so we feel very comfortable in content and teaching as the as the primary vehicle to sell and promote and, and, and give value that's the most fun way the most fun way to sell is by giving value right there's nothing better than yeah. that. there's nothing it feels better. it feels clean it doesn't feel icky <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, without a shadow of a doubt. That's that's awesome. So, you know, being that you've been in business with your spouse and in multiple businesses with your spouse for a while now, what are some of your what are some of your things that the two of you have kind of like worked out for yourselves that are like your way of navigating that? Because I've I've talked to so many and I have a lot of clients that are husband wife teams. And every single husband and wife that I talk to, they have their own very unique way of like this is how it works for us, you know, but I always like to have people share that because then another husband and wife might hear that and get an idea that could improve their ability to work as a team. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of entrepreneurs also are considering as the business grows, a lot of times one spouse is retired mm-hmm. and then ultimately the other spouse ends up joining the company. So I would love for you to just share, share a little bit of that piece. Yeah, sure. And I think it's probably more common now with, you know, during the pandemic, people having lost their jobs, you know, joining maybe their, their spouse. I I think it's changed over the years. You know, as I've evolved, as I've grown, as the business has grown, I've I've changed the way I've worked with, with Omar in the past. In the beginning, I was that constant person that had an idea and would interrupt. I'm like, I've got this great idea and I want to share it. That's my personality type. And I realized that Omar's working style was very different. Um, so just understanding each other's working styles and, you know, when best to, to, to meet, to have a strategic session to um, versus just bringing something up when the idea hits you and you're just really passionate you want, yeah. to, you want to share it right now. So tweaking those kind of dynamics, uh, because for a long time we shared our we shared an office. Um, this is the first time actually in eight years that we've actually separated. We, we have a home office. Okay. Our team is dispersed around the world. But we actually now have different offices. And, it, and it's great. At first we thought like, oh, we're not going to be able to talk as much. So now we slap each other, um, which I thought was which I thought was really interesting. But it works really well. You know, the, I don't think there's a there's a hard and fast rule. You'll hear some couples say, oh, "My my roles are very different. I don't go into uh, the, the area or, or the the business function that my my spouse deals with." At first, I thought, "Okay, yeah, that makes sense," and I did feel sort of more comfortable on the cu- customer success side, customer service side. But then I think. Over time, I did find myself more interested in marketing, in the actual product development, in sitting in on those meetings with engineering. So our then the way we've come together to solve business problems has been very structured. So we will meet regularly. In, in the early days, we didn't. We didn't have formal yeah. sync-ups or meetings, but we do that now. We do it at the beginning of the week, at the end of the week, um, so that we can actually oh, what are you working on this week? What and we're actually working on this week to drive our goals mm-hmm. forward. Um, so being a little bit more intentional and strategic about it. Uh, definitely respecting the fact that each person has their own unique style. So when when he's in the zone, you know, I I would, you know, save up all these are all the things I want to talk about. So when we sync up, then we bring up those those yes. Yes. So just little things like that. Um, yeah, have changed over time and helped us work That's a lot better. But yeah, That's it works. <laughs> So you said you really have a passion for the customer success side of things, which I think is so, so important. And I always love to have people share, like, what are some of the things that you feel your organization does really, really well to create 
just a great customer experience to retain customers, to get them to be ambassadors for the brand and tell other people about it and share it. Cause obviously that that's huge now, right? We, we all need our customers mm-hmm. to be our number one ambassadors. What are some of the things you all do that you feel like get people to be raving fans of the brand? Yeah, I think we've always focused from the beginning on the customer. And I know people say that it can sometimes sound a little bit cliche. And maybe it was the fact that I didn't have that technical background. So I felt more comfortable just focusing on reading every single support ticket. I mean, initially, I would answer all the support tickets. But now we have a a team of 10 agents that will but I still go in there and I still read and I still listen to what the customer is saying. I'm still on those webinars where we're talking to the customers. So just constantly being in that dialogue, in that interaction with the customer and really listening, I think is where we kind of draw our energy from and where we kind of uh, develop the product and and move it and move it forward. So we've always put out a, uh, you know, a priority on our support team, you know, even as a company, our support team, you know, the engineers know that everything stops with this until the support team says, it's yeah. great. Like the product, the feature that's been released is okay. It's good to go. They are the voice of the customer. So, we really pay attention to that experience um, and above all, really, because we can be tinkering away and engineering can be tinkering away and developing and oh, this will be great. But if we don't hear the feedback or how it's being received or how the customers are using it or just constantly talking about how their needs evolve, I don't think we can build a great product. I think we have to constantly be in touch with what the customers, um, their needs are. And then, then they're changing. They're changing every day. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's, that's great. So what are you most excited about for the future of Webinar Ninja? What are you guys like looking to the future? What are you most excited to work on? Or, or is there like a place that you're, you're trying to take the company to? What inspires you now? I think I'm most inspired by how um, people can in this day and age, I think the pandemic highlighted how people needed to to pivot and shift and, and move very quickly and just adapt to new skills. And I did that in my personal life. I was a teacher. I then went and trained up as a videographer and then I went and trained up as, you know, this audio editor. So I just think that constant shifting and pivoting and being able to use a tool that's easy to use to to, to generate income. And I'm really passionate about the fact that with, you know, the online space, with something like webinars, people can continue to deliver their services. They can continue yeah. to share that that message. They can continue to build that audience, build that trust. Yeah. And that's exciting. That's exciting in a world that sometimes feels a bit uncertain and you could feel a little bit helpless or you can get caught up in the noise of, 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 of social media and followers. And all, whereas really, you know, a business being able to generate income is that trust and that connection with your first customer, your second customer, your third customer. And I love the fact that webinars allow people to do that. There are, you know, we've seen businesses that were physical businesses had had to pivot online and they've actually stayed now online. They've actually moved their products. And so it's, it's incredible to, to, be able to empower people and to feel like okay there's hope you know there's a way to um to keep going so i'm I'm very excited about that i'm very excited about you know that that possibility and opportunity for everyone to generate an income um you know through great tools that are available to us and it doesn't have to be just our tool there's a lot of great tools out there Uh, i'm very excited about being part of that space 
For sure. No, I, I completely agree. And and yeah, the disruption always leads to evolution. And that's what we're seeing now. And Webinar Ninja is a, is a great tool to, to help to support so many people that that's the pivot that they're in right now, for sure. So before we wrap up, of course, I want to talk about the $100 MBA and, you know, invite people to check out the show and join your community and all of that. But really quick before we do, is there one piece of advice that you would say you carry everywhere with you that you would want to share with the listeners just in terms of what you've learned on this journey that you just want to kind of pass the torch on? I think there's a lot of things. I think just picking yourself up, dusting yourself off when things get hard when things get challenging, yeah. that positive mindset that just to keep moving forward, that has helped me you know, in times when, you know, there's uncertainty in business or something, you think it's the end of the world, that's it, this is over, you know, it's disastrous what's just happened. Uh, just having a mindset of like, just take the next step forward, pick yeah. yourself up, dust yourself off, take the next step forward and just keep moving forward. Uh, you know, I'm not the first to say it, but that's really, that's really helped me. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'm with you, sister. Okay, so so let's invite everybody. Tell them a little bit about the show, where to come hang out with you guys, what you have going on, where they can find out more, all that good stuff. Sure. So the $100 MBA show is a daily business podcast. It's 10 to 15 minutes of actionable business lessons. We decided to, you know, cut out the fluff, get straight to a, the business topic and just teach that topic so that the listener can immediately apply that to their business. So the $100 MBA show is wherever you listen to your podcast, there were, you know, 1,700 episodes strong. Um, and so please, yeah, anyone who wants to, you know, build their business, needs some inspiration, needs a little tip strategy, um, we're there. Omar's there Monday to Friday. Awesome. Awesome. So you guys make sure you check it out. It is uh, exploding in its growth and, you know, for good reason, right? Quality content. Converts. Um, so congrats on the success with the show. So thank Nicole, thank you so much for hanging out with us here today. Thanks for joining. It was great to have you and best of luck as you continue to empower content creators to turn their teacher's heart into an income online. That's Great. awesome. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank well, you. Thanks. If you're loving the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show and have gotten any value out of it for your business or your life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews help us get into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and we'd love to keep climbing. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs to help them grow and scale their businesses online. And thank you so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each week. Here's to our next 600 episodes together.